Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Better relationships equal better sex. Sinclair Institute, the leader in sex education products for adults, has been saying it for over 20 years. I've seen some of their DVDs, and I highly recommend them. Find Sinclair's ad on my products page on my website, sexwithemily.com, and save 50% off any one item when you put in Emily50 at checkout. Enjoy the show. I promise your sex life will improve. Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can get all of your sex questions answered and relationship issues and whatever is going on in your life. I promise you that a little visit to sexwithemily.com will change your life. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Emily. What the heck is going on with my microphone? I don't know, but today's show is a special show. We've got a lot going on on today's show. It is the Virgin Show. But if you're a virgin, doesn't mean you should not listen to this show because great we're giving airline, you lots of tips. Which, vir- great, great airlines. But I'm telling you, I had a flurry of emails from virgins, from old virgins, young virgins, mm-hmm. people who are dating virgins. So I thought we should give some tips to people. But they're actually universal tips that you can use for your sex life. And then we're also going to be reading the emails that you sent to feedback at sexfamily.com, covering a wide range of topics today. And we had a contest sponsored by Forda. Um, we have a new contest, actually. A new contest sponsored by Forda Online. And it's that is, what is your biggest turn on or turn off? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com, or you can find me on Twitter or Facebook, Sex with Emily. The prize, we're giving three people each one 10-pack of Forda for men and women. Now, what is Forda, you're thinking? It's not just for people who have issues with erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation. It's for an enhanced sexual experience. For men, it's a new fast-acting, all-natural sexual enhancement product that makes the most of your natural potential. It's 100% organic and will not lead to addiction. And there's also Forda for women, enhancing desire, orgasms, overall sexual appetite. So what you got to do is you got to email me what's your biggest turn on or biggest turn off. And we're going to pick a winners, a few winners, and you'll win some Forda. That's what I got to say. Hi, Mattis. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm not really doing a whole bunch. I'm planning on... I'm actually obsessed with Labor Day because that's coming up and I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like I have all these options, which I'm lucky, but I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like I might want to go to Burning Man, which is this huge festival in the desert every year in Nevada, which a lot of Californians and people from all over the world go to. About 60,000 people run around and build art and... Some are naked. Some are taking drugs. It's You're a party. You're not going to go. But then if I don't go, what am I going to do? Have a staycation? Just stay in San Francisco and yeah. hang out? Is that what you were doing? Well, I'm screwed. I got to go to a I gotta go to a wedding. Oh, that's right. You have a wedding. You have like 16 weddings coming up. No, it's ridiculous. Um, but this weekend, I think I'm just going to I'm just gonna lay low and uh, what? I don't no, know. Hopefully. You should go to Burning Man. You'll just find somebody to take you. I know. I know. And I actually want to fly there with a friend who flies to Burning Man. So that's fun. But um, I'm sure if you haven't heard of Burning Man, go to BurningMan.com or something. You'll understand. But you've it's, heard of it. It's totally for this show. It's total, like, you know. Research and. It, no, it's just people just banging in the middle middle of the desert. A lot of that's you love sex, but I didn't see that when I went. I didn't see a lot of sex, lot but of I know there's people. tons of sex. A lot, a lot of, of naked people. People are dressed up, like, in crazy costumes, riding bikes through the desert. They build an entire mm-hmm. city. For a week or two weeks, and it looks like it's a city. Insane. It's insane. So I might do that um, this weekend. I'm not sure. What do you, and what do you have a wedding this weekend? This weekend, I do not have a wedding. This weekend is uh, another work weekend. Really, just a bunch of work done. Yeah. You're just working. That's what I do. All I do too. It's good times. Um, yeah, there's lots of work going on at sexwithemily.com. We also our last contest was amazing. What do you wish they taught you in sex ed? And we had lots of winners. They won like $400 gift baskets. But if you didn't win, you can go to SinclairInstitute.com. 
Use coupon code EMILY50 for 50% off one item, and they create educational sex videos that are nothing like you saw in sex ed. They teach by showing the real thing. So lots of the emails I get asked, I get hundreds of emails from you, and you're like, well, how do we spice it up, or how do we do this position or that position? And they actually have educational DVDs that are not porn, but they're real people having sex, and they're educational. So check out Sinclairance, too. We love them, and there's lots of good things on their site. Um, okay, so what else, Menace? Anything funny you have to tell me? Anything funny or juicy? No, I just No been... juicy. I know, it sucks. I know. I just feel like I was like riding in the elevator up here to Stitcher. We're at the Stitcher Studios where you can do- you can easily listen to our podcast. We've got hundreds of them. You download Stitcher for your smartphone, your iPad, and you just stream the show. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. So anyway, I was running up the stairs, I was on the elevator and I was like, like just feeling kind of bummed, like not bad, just like, what is life about? Like, how are you having one of those, like, what, <laughs> like, what does it all mean? And I'm just working all the time trying to make sex with Emily, like, take over the world. Yeah. And and I don't know, like, I have to have more fun. So maybe I should just go to Burning Man and get naked in the desert. You should. No, I kind of had the, the same feelings today, Did you? too. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing so many good things. But then at the same time, like, I, like, upset people. Yeah, I upset know? people, too. And it's just like. And then it makes you feel bad for what you're doing, you know? Like, I said something on the radio, and I pissed off somebody. One person that you know, One or person. just, like, a well, listener? Well, a couple people. Right, but which... for, like, separate things, it wasn't even, like, in the same thing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Like, I, I was just... being... I was, like, talking What'd about... What'd you do? Can you say it here? Are you going to piss off people if you repeat no, it? No, no, not here. It was no, just, No, I like, know, but it was your other radio show. But do you... It's my other radio show. I, there was, like, some other thing. I was, I was trying to be nice and, like, mention somebody's um website or something like that. And but uh I also like made a joke oh, that after? had to do like with something with it. Oh no. And then, then they got upset. And you mentioned their website on the radio. <laughs> yeah. They should be happy you mentioned their website. So it yeah, it sucked because I was just trying to be nice and I know. Like, you know, but it's hard when people are mad at you. It's really that's I think that's one of it too. I've got a few friends because um I was just on this television show, so is men. It's called Misadvised on Bravo and it just ended and it was a reality show. You can download it on demand um if you have cable or you can download it from iTunes. Yeah. For like seven ninety nine or something. Point is that took over my life for two months. <laughs> like that was like I didn't see any of my friends. So now I've got all these friends who are mad at me because I haven't seen them and I didn't call them back. I don't even remember they called me because that's how crazy it was. So I'm just trying to pick well, up the pieces. This is this is what I found. In life, in talk to me. Are you going to teach me a life lesson? Because I need, I, I need some know. inspiration. This is, this is something that I I learned easily uh, after my many years of working hard. That love is great, friends are great, but it doesn't pay the bills, man. It don't pay the bills. It doesn't pay the bills. Don't pay and my you know rent. What? And I don't want to be around people where I have to depend on them. You know, right to get. Get a source of income or right. like ask favors and stuff like that. Like, dude, I gotta work. Don't I know. be upset if I'm working and I'm making a living. All my you know friends are mad at me because they haven't seen me and I'm working. And I, you're right. And they don't get it that like we're both trying to make a living doing something that's really hard. So you're right. I gotta just let go of all those people. <clears throat> okay. So we can move into some sex in the news. Okay. If you would like, that sounds like a nice choice. A British couple on the hunt for strangers to pay for their 24th wedding. This is so bizarre. Alex and Lisa are a young couple from Yorkshire, England, who became engaged in 2011 and are just chomping at the bit to share their love with the world and for the world to foot the bill. Any takers? They've recently started a project slash extended vacation in which they allow strangers to throw them elaborate weddings in many exotic locations around the world, from a Native American wedding in British Columbia to a vampire wedding in Hollywood to a wedding in Costa Rica. They've had 23, and they won't stop till July 2014. By spending a couple years traveling around and partying and being the center of attention, they document their adventures on their blog. Romantic or nauseatingly cutesy. I think, what do they look, why would they need like the whole entire world to celebrate their wedding? They just sound like young partiers They're or just something. That's stupid. That's stupid. You want young, a, you want strangers celebrating? Get a job. Get a job, people. I mean, <laughs> does everyone have to come with a gift? I don't know you, but here's like a gift. I, you know, yeah. that's stupid. Okay. New blog highlights creepy okay Cupid come ons. This is going to oh, be nice. hilarious because I know that all my friends who date online have hilarious hilarious responses that they get from potential suitors. So 
This is not OkCupid. Okay it's a handiwork. It's That's what the website's called. This is not OkCupid, okay O-K-A-Y, is the handiwork of one enterprising young lady who attracts online creepers by the, bush, by the bushel, then posts their overtures on her Tumblr blog with her own comments added. It's been blowing up this week thanks to the high levels of weirdness of her would-be lovers as well as submissions from girls everywhere. So everyone is submitting their weird submissions. To all those interested in online dating, her blog is a good example of the kinds of first messages to not send. So this is like we're always getting asked, what's the best profile message? What should I tell someone on the first message? Aside from the extremely graphic proposition, highlights include, I punched my teddy bear and it ran away. Can I cuddle with you instead? That was one of the bad ones. It's your lucky day. I've had over 30 females tell me I am the god of oral sex. These are Mm -hmm. first messages to people. Here's the game. We find a guy, get him drunk, take him home, and we both have a way with him. Ten bonus points if he's straight. What? People are writing this. And, of course, a lengthy poem that starts with the line at evening stroke. So check out Mm thisisnotokcupid.tumblr.com. I think that's funny because, seriously, there is such amazing content that comes out of online dating. Like I've had friends who guys were like sending them naked pictures and like being like, do you, are you into this kind of sex or that kind of sex? So I think it's a funny enterprising mission. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? Well, just in general, what women get on Twitter too, it should be hilarious. They should put Twitter on there. They should. I should put Cause... my Twitter there. Or my emails I just get from people like asking <laughs> me like, oh my God, like will you marry me? And That's what it should be. This should be your next book. Your just digital book. E- uh, emails to Emily. I have so many emails to Emily. And love, have a love letters to Emily. I have all my love letters from... I told you this there before. There you go. I just gave you your your next easy... But how easy is that? I'm going to write it down. Emails to Emily. Emails to Emily. It's a nice alliteration. Emails to Emily. Okay, emails that's my next book. E- and I do have a book if you want to buy it. It's amazing. It's called Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight. Mm. You can buy it on Amazon. I'm actually having a big party in San Francisco if you're in the Bay Area on September 5th with Amy, my co-star of Misadvised. She wrote a book, too, called Eight Weeks to Everlasting, and we're going to have a book party. So email me if you want to know more about that. Well, check this out. Check this out. What? I'm going to have you on my radio show that day, you and Amy. Together? Together. Oh, cool. Just FYI. Oh, that's good. You didn't even let me know what time. Don't make me go early. How early? How early? You're going to be always late. I need you to be early. I'll be there early. 7.45. I can do that. 7.45 a.m. That's early. That day. For two minutes, right? No, we'll put you on for a good amount of time. Okay. And then I'm going to come on more often, you yes. said, when you're all yes. more established and stuff. Okay. We'll pump up your I love that. we got to pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. It's going to be a really fun party. Cool. Okay. Axe ad featuring headless pairs of breasts getting chopped by viewers. What? A television commercial for Axe, A-X-E, has been branded sexist by thousands of viewers because the female character in the ad is depicted as a headless pair of breasts and legs. Designed to promote a men's hair care product, the concept of the ad set in office is based on the idea that men notice breasts first on a woman, while women notice a man's hair before anything else. In turn, the male character, who admires his amply chested co-worker from afar, is a thick head of hair on legs. This is not the first time an ad for Axe, which is owned by Unilever, has sparked controversy. An ad in 2010 attracted anger after a man having a shower after one night stand was using his Axe shower gel to scrub away the skank. <laughs> Do you remember that? Does that really say scrub away the skank? Yes, that's what Axe said, and they got in trouble. Oh, wow. So now if they're not the happy truth. because they're showing women walking around with their boobs when whatever. Is that you what men look take, at first? You've never taken the horse bath? I've done it in Vegas. The horse bath is where you've been out all night, but you don't want to uh, go straight home. So you just like you take a bath in a sink, like in no. a random bathroom. Like you just like clean yourself up. It's no. called the horse bath. The horse bath. I haven't <laughs> had to do that. I usually I try to have a hotel room to go to, to go back to, but um, I'm going to Vegas September 10th to the 15th. I'll be there for the international lingerie show. Really? Yep. If you want to come, I always invite you. You never invite me. Okay. Science provides yet another reason why the rhythm method is out of tune. So you know the rhythm method, right? Like where mm-hmm. you have your period. You know when you're ov- the woman's ovulating and you pull out during those times. You're more careful during the time she's ovulating. 
New researchers confirm that the fluid in semen, long dismayed as primarily a vehicle for sperm, contains a substance that can trigger ovulation and other pregnancy-supporting hormonal responses in female mammals. The find could lead to new fertility treatments in humans. Like most female animals, women are spontaneous ovulators, meaning they release eggs on a fairly regular basis, regardless of their sexual activities. However, but because, um, however, ovulate, they, response, they ovulate in response to sex. It was originally thought this happened purely because of physical stimulation, but researchers theorized something in the makeup of semen having to do with this, and 27 years later, their theories have been proven correct. So it can induce ovulation, your semen in a woman, so she could still get pregnant. So you got to be careful. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry about that. Okay, we have to talk about Representative Todd Aiken of Missouri. Republican representative. Oh, my God. This has been all over the place. All over the place. And I just feel like it's my duty. So when asked whether he believes in abortion, just to give you the recap, if you haven't been watching the news or anything, abortion is justified in cases of rape that rapes don't result in pregnancy. His words are, from what I understand from doctors, it's really rare. If it's a legitimate rape, the female body has a way to try and shut down the whole thing. So he's basically saying that he heard from some quack doctor that if a woman gets raped, her body has a way of shutting down the sperm so she doesn't get pregnant, which is crazy. So Twitter quickly erupted with outrage and links to the interview. Five hours later, Aiken tried to backtrack, claiming he had fumbled his words, but he was already being denounced by Republican leadership, despite the fact that Republican platform is shifting towards denying abortion in all cases, even rape. Akin, despite being attacked by his own party, has so far refused to step down. There's many things to consider to be mad about here. Here's some of them. The idea, widely held, that women overreport rape, thus making some rapes illegitimate and others legitimate. A congressman assigning magical judicial, judicial powers to a woman's uterus. This idea has actually been forth several times in the past by Republicans who are against abortion. Uh, and that people who believe this stuff are actively trying and succeeding in denying women the access to birth control around the country. So it's just wreaking havoc on women and life and country, and he's such an idiot. It's insane. It's insane what's going down. It's insane. And then he tried to backtrack again. Again? On an interview, like, the next day, and it was so bad. <laughs> he's so bad. He's like, oh, yeah, the body just naturally knows if you're raped, it won't, yeah. He when can't he was backtrack. trying to backtrack, just... And you know you messed up. Just admit I messed up. I know. I People, it's, yeah. Once I, you mess up, you mess up. Yeah. You just got to suck it up and say you made a mistake. So true. Okay. Emails. All right. All right. Love hearing from the people. You can email me straight from my website. There's an Ask Emily thing at uh, Ask Emily tab at sexwithelmy.com, or you can email me feedback at sexwithelmy.com. It's going to be part of her next book. It's my next book. I'm going to publish your emails. I think I should. It's so easy. I've got thousands of them, and they're all really good because people email me the best questions. Hi, Emily. I am separated, and I want to start dating. I like to mix it up in the bedroom. I'm very submissive. It's hard to find a man that wants the same thing. Where and how do I meet a man like this? I find that men I've dated and married are put off about getting twisted in the bedroom. Help. How many men will I have to date to find that one? Also, is it okay for a woman to go to a bar by herself? L.A. Bears, she signed it. So at first I thought she was saying bears like she's gay, like bear, you know, bears yeah. in the gay community. But um, it's hard to find a man who wants the same thing. I don't think it would be hard to find a man that that would like to be, that would like to dominate you. Because you say that you've dated a, a men that are about getting twisted in the bedroom. Uh First of all, I think a lot of men like a woman to be more submissive in the in the bedroom. Don't you think? I mean, not all the time, but if a woman is submissive and wants to be tied up or teased. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you have to give direction to that. Right. Guys are not going to know that they can just do it. You right. Know? You're going to have to vocalize it to the guys. Are you sure they're not down with it? Like, I don't think, it, like, it says that they're put off. You said that they're put off about getting twisted in the bedroom. I'm not sure what that means. But I think you just got to keep dating and putting it out there because you will find what you want sexually. I mean, you can also go online. There's certain sites that cater to, like, more, you can, like, like even OkCupid, you can answer things more sexually. Like, this is what you're interested in, right? Aren't, on OkCupid, they ask you some questions like that? I don't or use no? OkCupid. You never so, used no. it. But, um, and also, it's totally fine for a woman to go to a bar by herself. In fact, I think you're going to meet a lot of people that way. Hell I, yeah, you I would. love going to a bar myself. I like going to the movies by myself. So don't be ashamed. Just sit there proud. Drink your drink. 
Have fun. Go to a bar. Do it. I have no problem with that at all. Um, but I would also say if you're not meeting the kind of men you want to meet, I would try dating online. And there's nothing wrong with if you find someone that you're interested in online and you guys start emailing, you can ask, like, what are your sexual proclivities and see what comes up. Okay. Dear Emily, big fan of your podcast and misadvised. I have a non-sexual question for you. I am wondering if you can advise on how to properly ask out a waitress. For me, it is different from approaching someone at a bar or club because they're working. I am funny and fairly confident, but I am not a top-notch player in the smoothness or flirting departments. No Jedi mind tricks here. So it would be harder for me to ask out a waitress without coming across as a creepy customer. Also, I don't like the idea of putting someone on the spot, especially with an earshot of other customers. What do you think, Travis from Tampa? I think you just got to, like, either you could leave her a note with your phone number, although women don't often call when you do that, right? Yeah, they don't. You can just start chatting with her when it comes to your table and say, so what are you doing later? I mean, I think waitresses, when I was a waitress, you get asked out all the time. Do you think there's a special trick to asking out a waitress? I mean, have you seen her a few times? Yeah, are you a regular? Yeah, you have to be like a regular. You can't yeah. just be any geek off the street. Yeah, you know if you're one time Charlie, no. But if you go in there all the time and you see her and you have a friendly rapport, or I would suggest going in there all the time. And then you can be like, hey, well, what are you doing after? My friend's band is playing Friday night. You want to come with me? You can make it really casual. But I don't think that you should trip on it. I think you should just ask her out. I don't think it's a big deal. But again, I would make it so she's your familiar. Like, I don't think that she's going to give her number to a complete stranger unless she's really attracted to you or whatever. But a lot of women don't. Like... They, she might take your number. I've done that. I've never called. Have you ever had a woman call you after you give her their number? No, but they've, like, hit me up online. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say you could wait for her after work, but then that's kind of stocky. So I would no, just try to make it casual. Make it casual and be like, hey, so what's new? How's your day going? Your day's going off really? Yeah. Well, you want to go to the, see this great show? Just casual. Don't yeah. overthink it. You're overthinking it. Don't you think that guys overthink these things sometimes totally. and they just got to ask? Yeah, you got to make it totally cash. Cash, not uptight. She can't. She doesn't need to know that you've been stressing about it and that yeah. you emailed me about it. I will never tell her. <laughs> okay, dear Emily, first time writing in, but I've been listening to your podcast for a while. I have someone I've been going out on dates with, and she doesn't understand how being in a relationship with someone and being friends are different besides the sex. After prodding a little more, she reveals that she's never been in love with a boyfriend before. I tried to explain that being in love with someone you're in a relationship with is different than loving a friend, but I just can't get through to her. Are some people just not programmed to love that way? Is there a better way to explain to her our difference between friends and lovers? So um, that's interesting that she doesn't understand the difference between friend between friends and lovers. Like I would think that's sort of common knowledge. Well, are they having sex or not? Um, she says that. He's been on dates with her a little, and she doesn't understand how being in a relationship with someone and being friends are different besides the sex. Because I think when you're in a relationship with someone, you have a certain emotional intimacy with them, and you have the sexual intimacy. You rely on them more. You take them as your date to weddings. They come home with you to Thanksgiving to meet your family. And you rely on each other, and you build this. You build a lot of people get in relationships because they're building towards something. So maybe that's the difference between friendships and a sexual relationship is like in friendships, like my friends are my friends. We're not like working towards eventually moving in together. Like I'm not moving in with my best friend. Mm -hmm. But if you're dating someone, you might be working towards family and children and living together. So, I mean, that's how I guess you'd explain it. It doesn't seem like it would be that difficult to explain. But you asked me if some people are just not programmed to love that way. And I think that there are some people who are not programmed to love to love in a different way. Some people who are like in polyamorous or open relationships love many people. Their friends become lovers. Their lovers become friends. So yeah, not everyone is programmed to fall in love and follow the traditional path. Yeah. And then uh, if you, if you're just hooking up too, don't, and there's never been talks about a relationship. Right. Where you guys, oh, you're just friends that hook up, you know. I, I, I don't know if you should think that's going to lead to a relationship either. Right. That's true. Um, but I'm wondering what you want from her. It sounds like you want stuff from her because you're prodding and you're talking to her. And she's never been in love and never had a boyfriend. So I would say if she's never been in love and never had a boyfriend, it totally makes sense that she doesn't understand the difference. How old is she? How old are you? I need to know more information. 
So you can email me and then we can flesh this out some more. But if she's never been in love, never had a boyfriend, she's not going to understand it. End of story. Okay. Dear Emily, I started seeing this guy who just got out of a seven-year relationship. We met at a party and have talked almost every day since. I like him and he likes me, but because of his recent breakup only four months ago, he says he doesn't want to get into a relationship right now. However, he is all for us having an exclusive sexual relationship. Should I continue to see him and have this type of relationship he wants now, hoping it will progress into something more, or should I just move on since he just wants sex? Sign Missy. Well, Missy, it sounds like you should move on. He's telling you very clearly that he only wants to have sex with you. And I'm thinking that you want a relationship because you like him. And this is where it gets tricky because, like you said, you said this, should I continue to see him in case he changes, in case it progresses? And you can never get into a relationship thinking that you're going to change someone, thinking that they're all of a sudden going to want to commit to you, thinking that that it's going to change. I mean, people tell you who they are and what they want fairly early on. And he's saying... I'm out of a seven-year relationship. I just want to bang you, and I think you're cool, and we're having a good time together, and let's just be cash. But, Missy, it sounds like you want more from him, and I think that you should just bail on this one, even yeah, if you like him. get out. Get out before it, it, you get hurt, because every time you go into a relationship thinking that you're going to change someone, it never happens. Ever, ever, ever. People only change if you want them to change. That's what I got to say to that. Okay, moving on to our topic. And the topic is? The topic is virgins. Virgins. Because here's the deal. And it's not just virgins. You were a virgin until you were like 30, right? 30, right. I was a virgin until 30. But you can't believe we are getting emails from virgins of all different ages. But we're also going to be giving you some important information here just about sex and relationships and knowing your body. But I did all of a sudden get like a flurry of emails from all these virgins. And so I figured I incorporated them. Since the television show. Maybe we got a younger audience. I don't know. I just figured I had to address it. It was my duty to the people. So um, is it, but this, this first email was entitled in the subject line, is it supposed to be special? Dear Emily, I'm a 19 year old college student who's a virgin. I'm completely open to the possibility of sex, but I'm pretty overwhelmed by the idea of the first time. My question is how important is it that my first time be with someone special or serious? Is losing my virginity supposed to be some sort of life-altering experience with someone I have deep feelings for? Or can it be a casual experience with someone I just have chemistry with? Basically, does it have to be a big deal? Signed, Sheila. Okay, Sheila, here's the deal. Um, I don't think it has to be anything. It's not supposed to be like special or not special. I would just say part of having a happy, healthy sex life is knowing exactly what you want. And so if you feel like you want to be with someone who is, you know, you you choose that you'd like to have more of a committed relationship, then you should definitely wait for that. But I think if you also have sex with someone you're dating casually, there's nothing wrong with that either. The most important thing is, is what you want and what makes you feel sexy and re- relaxed. Um, it's good to get in the habit of thinking about what you want sexually. And before you do have sex, I hope you've been masturbating and I hope you've been figuring out what makes you feel good because that will definitely make the first experience much better. If you know how to give yourself an orgasm, you can show your partner. But I, again, I'm not going to put any labels on it and I'm not going to tell you that it's important. I would like to say this first time shouldn't be random. Yeah, it shouldn't be a random person. I don't think you should hook up with some random guy just because he wants to have sex with you. I would like to say to you, it should be more special. And, but I don't think it's a life altering experience um, that was someone you have deep feelings for because then you're setting yourself up. You're like, I've got to have deep feelings for this person and then it's going to be life altering. And the truth is, it's not life altering the first It can be life altering the first time. It's a big deal, it's a milestone in life, it but is. it's not going to like rock your world the first time. Is it? No, no, no. It's Most not. women. It's going to make you afraid of sex again. No, Were I don't you think excited I, to have sex I was again exci- after the first time? Uh, not really. I don't remember. I don't remember being excited for it. I remember being relieved that I finally had sex. I was 17 and I'd been dating the guy for a year. I can't believe I held off that long, but I did. And I don't remember it being like rocking my world, but I was glad that he was personally, I'm glad that it was with someone that I am now friends with on Facebook. Let's put it that way. Um, I wonder how many people I've slept with out of my Facebook friends. Uh-oh. I could this ask be like that question. Filter. 
I could ask who have I slept with on here and see who answers. <laughs> that would be kind of embarrassing, um, though. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the person that I that I uh, had lost sex your virginity with. with? Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but uh, they're not on Facebook. How do you know? You looked them up cool. because I'm friends with their sister. Oh, not on yeah. Facebook. Not on Facebook. Yeah. Um, okay, Sheila. So I would just say, ask yourself where you want to be and what will make you feel sexy and relax. With so many other people telling you what to do with your sex life, it's good to get into the habit of thinking about what you want. So again, I can't answer this for you, but just be careful and make sure it's a good guy. But don't expect all these bells and whistles because right. it doesn't come that way. Describe your first time. My first time, I my boyfriend, I was 17. He was 18. We've been dating a year. He was a fo- football player. His parents were out of town. It's always when the parents are out of town. I know. And Same I think here. we had kind of planned it. It was like a Friday yeah. night. We were on his brother's waterbed. Oh, terrible. Why the hell would you have sex the first time on a waterbed? And who even has a waterbed? Well, during that time, yeah. Was it the 80s? Yes. Yeah, of course. Then people... Water Did they want it? It was the ladies. Do you think they, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Was it the 80s or the 90s? I guess it was the late 80s. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, and we had sex, and it was like, I, I mean, it's so funny how I can remember it. Like, I remember being on the bottom and him going slow and it being passionate and feeling like it was a big deal. I don't think I bled. This is the big question. Sometimes you do mm-hmm. bleed, sometimes you don't bleed. I don't remember like it being bloody, but you can always put a towel down if you're worried about that. And I just remember feeling like, oh, wow, I did it. You know, we used a condom. Unfortunately, we left the condom and his Ah. brother found the condom in tucked inside the waterbed between the mushy, between the, what's it, the waterbed and the wood. Yeah, yeah. And was like, what the hell? And started screaming at him for having sex in his bed. So then. Did he have his own bed? Why did he have to do it on the waterbed? He wanted I don't to make remember it why he was like, baby, I'm going to make this special. We're going to do it in the waterbed. We're going to have aqua sex. So, how long has this guy been married and how many kids does he have? I do not. He's my Facebook friend, uh-huh. like I said, and I don't think he's married and I don't think he has kids. Oh, then. Yeah. Then you should marry this guy. Um, I don't think so. He did stalk me once after high school. Um, he's not my guy, but um, do you have his phone number? We can. Call I him. don't have his phone number. That I, we should call him one day. Oh, I can totally get his number's probably on Facebook. Everyone oh my god, everyone's. On I know. Is that weird? It's totally weird. Like, I try to. I disconnect it all the time, but it keeps on popping up. I know they keep putting it back. Yeah. Facebook. They own our lives. They own our firstborns, <laughs> if we have any. Um, okay, other tip that is would be really funny to have my first boyfriend on the phone. Yes, I would love to talk to Let's him. Let's find phone. him. Okay. I'm, he did email me on Facebook recently. Really? Did he watch the show? Is that why? Probably. Um, He's like, I banged that chick. I banged that chick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet you a lot of guys watched it saying I banged that chick. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you know, just like three or four. Okay, tips. We need more. Need more viewers to get season two. We're trying to get a season two. Email Bravo TV and tell them your or tweet them that you want a season two of Misadvised. Hashtag Misadvised. Hashtag Misadvised because it was rocking. We had a good time. Okay, tips for virgins. This is another email. So I'm using people's emails to explain the whole virgin thing. Mm-hmm. Dear Emily, you always talk about sex for people who are experienced. What are some tips for people who are still virgins and about to have sexed? sex? From James. This is from a dude. So my response to that is foreplay. Lots and lots and lots of foreplay. Fingers, tongues, toys. Not only will foreplay alleviate the tension, it will help your bodies prepare for the main event. Just so you know, women, you don't just have sex the first time without a little foreplay, without like kissing her, going down on her, playing with her breasts. Foreplay is a huge, huge part of sex because women can't go from zero to 60 like guys do. They don't get turned on like men do as quickly. So you need to practice your foreplay skills. You need to touch her. You need to kiss her. You need to caress her. And um, you also need to consider consider using two methods of birth control. You could try doubling up using the pill, and you should always use condoms because that makes it less scary the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Pills and condoms. And it can be stressful losing your virginity. And anything you can do to remove the pregnancy worries from the equation is a very good idea. So the actual the tips for people who are still virgins, I would just say, again, get to know the vagina, get down there with your mouth, with your fingers, use some sex toys, 
ask your partner what turns her on. Maybe you guys can do mutual masturbation. That's a nice prelude to actually having intercourse is masturbating next to each other and seeing what makes each other feel good. So you know. How uh, how old were you when you were put on birth control? 18. 18? Yep. Did you tell your mom you were having sex? I didn't, no. You just but said you she didn't. be on it? Yeah, I think I was going away for the summer, and I went to my gynecologist or something for the first time, and I got it. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Except for my, my problem with birth control, it's not really a problem. It's nice, but my breasts grow uh-huh. like a full size and a half. Like, they become massive. And, like, and nothing else on is... me changed. There is no problem. I was dating. I went back on the pill a few years mm-hmm. ago. And then I went off it again, but I was dating this guy, and he was like, "Oh my god!" It's, I was like, "I was like a porn star, seriously," because I'm small. I mean, I'm like small waisted and all that, yeah. but I had like the largest breasts. You and knew me at that time. You, you probably didn't recognize. Like I was wearing a bathing suit at a pool party, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, did you get a?" Like, they thought I got a boob job. So that, and some women, their boobs get bigger. Yeah. And I almost feel like I should go back on them. So when we talk about using condoms, I have a new favorite condom. Sir is. Richard Condoms. You can get them at Good Vibes, goodvibes.com. Just go to my website, click on Good Vibrations. For every Sir Richard condom you purchase, you contribute one to a developing country. Plus, they have great plaid packaging. Dude, why is everyone doing this now? I was just hearing something about how these glassic, uh, so wow, it's Friday, everybody. It's Friday. I already had a couple drinks. Did you? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> the, I these drink glassic, with you. Glassics, wow. Something's wrong with me. Glasses. Yeah, you're working too hard and you're not sleeping enough and you're not eating well. <laughs> yeah. Glasses, uh, manufacturer, they're doing the same thing. They make a pair and then they give away a pair. Because they think it's going to help business because like, oh, we're like a good... Yeah, but like, I think it is a good thing. Like Tom's shoes. Tom's shoes. Those are the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my they're life. They're so ugly but people buy them because they give money to whatever. <laughs> Africa. Yeah, but I've seen, like, Haiti? high heels toms now. Like, you tell oh, me, like, God. a small child in Africa is going to get high heels toms now? No, they get proceeds. <laughs> Excuse me. They get proceeds from the benefits. But uh-huh. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is I just want a pair of Christian Louboutins, size 7. Also, for first-time user, first-time sex people, get some lube. Lube mm-hmm. is key. Get something to minimize the friction, and your vagina will thank you in the morning if you're a female virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that lube is sort of something to use only if you're dry, but I would suggest using lots of lube the first time. A great lube to try is Nature Lovin' Lubricants. This is now my other favorite thing. Um, you go to naturelovinlubricants.com or just click on the honey bear on my website. It comes in a honey bear bottle, like honey, like, you know, the honey, like your honey, when you buy honey in the store and it's in a bear, it's a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lube comes in a honey bear. And it glows in the dark, right? It glows in the dark. It comes in a cute honey bear container, contains ingredients that help prevent HPV, and contains royal jelly derived derived from honeybees. And part of the proceeds of their lubes go towards different organizations. So not only will you be losing your virginity, but you'll be doing good too to the world. And I really like their lube. And you know that I believe that lube should be on every night stand in America. Glow in the dark lube is amazing. I know. Do you want it? Do I want the glow in the dark lube? Do you use lube? No. No. You know, I don't hang out with chicks that dry. It's not about being dry. Lube is such a stigma. I hate I'm the stigma just, with lube. Use. I'm just joking. I know you yes, love I would love, I would love uh, some. You would love some glow in the dark. Because I want to see what it look like. It'd be, it'd be awesome. Your penis would be glowing in the dark. Wow. I haven't used it yet. That's I'm going to use it next yes, time I have sex. Please send me some. This is something I actually want. Oh my god! This is the first time ever you want something. Not the first. Maybe the second. Okay. <laughs> so. My, the next question we have is, when are you ready and how should you communicate that? When are you ready to have sex? Now, this is from a 14-year-old girl. Hi, Emily. I'm a 14-year-old virgin who is ready to have sex, in my opinion. I've been masturbating for some time now and would like to be able to have sex with a partner. My question is, how do I tell my parents that I'm ready for this and want to be on the pill and how do I masturbate without them knowing? Lots of love, Tristina. Okay, Tristina, you need to be really sure you're ready. 14 is a very young to make such a big decision. But I'm really glad that you're exploring your body through masturbation, and it's great that you brought up birth control. Because um, I do think that you should, um, if you do start having sex, 
you definitely should use condoms and you can talk about getting on the pill. But I think 14 is young. And I'm curious what the rush is. I know that you're probably really excited because masturbation feels amazing and you're having orgasms and I'm assuming and it's great. But you can also be with men and not have sex with them. You can you can perform oral sex. You can roll around naked. You can do everything, but you don't. And that's actually a lot of times the most fun part. You're the actual sex young. part. You're not going to be able to do it correctly. And you're yeah. going to end up with a kid. You're going to be on 16 and pregnant. You're going to be on 16 <laughs> and pregnant. <laughs> I don't MTV. I don't condone 14 years old, no honey. Way. But I'm glad you emailed. And um. How do you masturbate without them knowing? I mean, you just lock your door. You shut your door. Yeah. Parents walk in, though. Get a hotel room. No. I just think it's great that you're masturbating. And I would say, sweetie, just keep masturbating and exploring your body and have sex when you're 20. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What, how, what's the average right. age that people have sex now, I wonder? 16, 17? Yeah, I think so, which I, I think is scary. You got to wait till you're of legal age, I think. But whatever. It's your life. Do what you want. Yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna judge. How old were you again? I was 18. You were 18. Oh, you I must waited. have been so cute. I waited till I was 18. Of age. Of age. Um, <laughs> of age. Yeah. So what's going on in your life lately? Lately, my life, sexually or just sexually. in general? Sexually um, or in general? In general, it's good. I've been um having some sex, and things are going well in our relationship. I do feel like I need more time and alone <laughs> you're about to say space um i like to be alone yeah i need to clean my apartment walk mm. my dog do stuff like that yeah and i feel like being in a relationship sometimes you lose you don't have time for anything like i haven't hung out with friends i haven't done anything so but things are good he's this awesome guy like literally like i can't believe how awesome he is so I like him. What about you? That's good. Uh, me, I am just figuring out how to balance time. I, know. I feel like I've been doing that for a while, but now I have like really two big new things in my life that are taking up a lot of time, and uh, I just got to figure out how to balance that. But I'm I'm happy that these things happened. And I'm happy for you too. I was talking it's about you today. It's just career stuff, and uh, I, I'm happy it's happened. Just figuring out like a, a happy balance. It's hard. Like, Life is all about trying to find balance, and it's really when hard. I try something when I do something or try something new. I like going crazy and full force, and I have like two full time things that I'm trying to balance and figure out. Oh, honey! Uh, but I, I really want to. I, I don't want to crash and burn. So. No, no. I think you might. You think what that can I might? you do to to levitate? Like a I lot actually, of people I listening can today. relate to that. Oh, good. I researched today how to make. What I'm doing easier. How? What? What? Like just, you know. Prioritizing. Pro- prioritizing, um, you know, figuring out programs that can do things for me that I don't have to manually do things. Like what? Anything good? It's all technical huh? stuff. It's like technical nerd stuff. It's like, like, so I uh, one job I do like online marketing, right? Uh, through social networking. And I do it manually. Like I manually research every single thing freaking thing but there's programs out there that will like research it for you and, <laughs> and you found those programs and that's I, like, smart and i looked and see which programs that would help me right and that's then, good that's smart so that's going to help alleviate a lot of my right. time you know so I need that to do can that make too. me calm down a little bit right it's just like when I, every i don't know with me or if i'm different than other people but like when i get into a new position i want to show like i can make a difference and the problem is i always want to show that i can make a difference right away right (laughs) right week one i want to show everyone like you're such a hard worker and you're so hard on yourself (laughs) i want to do this and then like so everything like fun and everything outside of work just like kind of just like right goes away and i i don't focus on any of that kind of stuff i know but you gotta you gotta be you can't be so hard on yourself i have to i gotta but you don't have to be successful in the first week no one expects that I don't know, but I, that's what I put so much pressure on myself. I know do you it. do. You've yeah. been doing that a long time, and that's what I was thinking on my elevator ride up. Is that how long has this been going on? This pressure to succeed and to work hard, and that's all I ever think about. Like my mind defaults towards work. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people's mind defaults towards food, or defaults towards their boyfriend or their girlfriend, or defaults towards nature or running or whatever or exercise. Minds like work, work, work. Yeah, and what what sucks is for what we do. What we do is amazing, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But it's not like a normal job. It all comes down to numbers. How many times has your podcast been downloaded? How many times has somebody tuned into the radio? Right. And uh, has this many people tuned in at this hour? 
or what are you doing wrong here, or right. oh, this many people didn't visit this website uh, this week than they did the week before. It's just Stressful. like constantly just like, Ugh. it's always a number game. You that, stressed me out that just now. <laughs> that that's you, str- I know. That you have, that's you, the stuff that we deal with. And there, and I know it, being on the radio is amazing and it's fun, but that's like, that's the stressful part of it. It is stressful. And radio yeah. is not typically that stressful? affirming. Yeah. No, they're never like, great job, great show. Oh, it's no, always no. like, you fucked up, you sucked here, yeah, you did yeah. something bad here, you know? And then it, you don't know if you have a job week to week. Right. And it's crazy. It is crazy, honey. But you've hung in a long time and you're doing good work. Insane. That's good. Okay. So we've got a little more virgin stuff here. Virgin? Virgin stuff. Can I talk, can I, can I talk about Virgin America real quick? Yeah. Because we keep on bringing it up. We virgin. love Virgin America. Best airline out, Best, out Oh, there. my God. You can watch television and calls. and. When you're rich and famous, can you send me on a first-class flight to Tokyo, Japan on Virgin? Yes. Will you please? Yes. How much is that? Uh, about 14 grand. Oh, my God. <laughs> But you're rich. You'll be rich. I'm going to be so rich. Everybody go download my podcast and download my iPhone app. When you're a big like, television talk show star. Uh, how much can... will I make? How much does Dr. Drew make? Dr. Drew? Well, Dr. Drew, he does a lot of things. He's like he does the everything. Ryan Seacrest of his I was on thing. a show yesterday. What was the HNL? It was HLN. HLN. Do you know yeah. the HLN channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on the HLN channel. Dr. Drew has a show. And it was about... Your marriage, how to spice up your marriage. Yeah. He, and it was fun. Yeah. He, I mean, he has a radio show. He does a couple different shows. He I does know. MTV stuff. Dr. Drew is like, but he's again, doing well. He's yeah, I like Seacrest. him so much. He's like the Ryan Seacrest of, of doctors or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Doctors advice shows. Um, so I did that. And I was also on the doctor's television show a few weeks ago. You can That's check cool. it all out on my website. It's all cool. And okay. we also do a video version of this show. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. It's five cameras. And it's all the videos are all up on sexwithemily.com. You can watch them. And uh, also, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we do it live. So, yeah. live from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And you can actually call in and ask chat us with questions. Us right. It's at tradiov.com. Yeah, tradiov.com slash sf if you're if slash I'm, sf. Okay. Or go to my website, Sex with Emily, and you can see all the video podcasts. So you can see what we look like. And we look pretty good. We do. I don't know what they we're do with cute. the cameras over there. But do we look good? I haven't yeah, watched it. We actually it really. look good. On I'm it. just saying that because we're no, cute. You look good on it. I don't. You know, Better than you usual. Know. Maybe I should walk around with the camera. Oh, I did that yeah. already. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah. So T Radio V's on Tuesdays. What else do we have? We've got just got hundreds of podcasts that you could easily download and listen to anytime if you want to improve your sex life, which I'm sure you do. Okay. Will it be good? This is another question. Hi, Emily. I am 19 years old, and my boyfriend is 28. I am still a virgin, and he is not, of course. He said once that he he said once that he appreciates my virginity. How is it going to be? Will I be able to satisfy him when he's been satisfied by many other experienced women before me? What will he be thinking of me? Will he be looking to satisfy me, or will be he looking for his own satisfaction? He says, I'm the first woman he loves this much, and what he's feeling towards me, he has never felt before me. So he sees that I'm his first true love. What can you say to calm me and advise? From Rim. Hmm. Okay, Rim, I think it's, he sounds like a sweetheart. And I would say, I mean, I want to believe that you are his true love. He said that to you. That sounds really nice. And I would just get out of your head all the women maybe that he's been with before, that they're more experienced, and you're not going to know what you're doing. If he is a kind, gentle soul, he recognizes that you're a virgin, it's your first time, and hopefully he'll be making it all about you and your pleasure and your safety and that you feel good and that you're doing okay. And um, and I would just say that don't worry about what you need to be doing. I mean, yes, you could please, for, like I always say, foreplay, huge part of sex. You can, you know, perform oral sex on him. You can ask him what he likes. But I wouldn't worry about, like, doing some major performance. Forget everything you've ever seen in porn. If you've watched porn, that is not how to learn how to have sex. Pornography does not teach us the right moves. Because pornography is made for a visual medium for men who like to watch certain things happen. And a lot of things that you see in porn do not actually feel good or make sense sexually. So I would just say, if you're concerned about seeing clumsy or inexperienced, just relax. 
You'll probably worry less if you sleep with someone you're comfortable with and who you know has a sense of humor. And I also recommend that you masturbate. Hopefully you have had an orgasm. Not hopefully, but if you haven't had an orgasm before, that you learn to masturbate or that you masturbate and you learn what how to have an orgasm so then you can show your partner during sex. That's very important. It's very important, right? To, it to is. know it is important. It's a very important process of the whole act. And look, everyone does it. Don't worry about it. Everyone I don't masturbates. remember having all this worry about it, but I probably did. I'm sure. Because it's, people, you know why when you're younger, people make fun of it on the school? They do? Um, They're like, oh, I'm yeah, a virgin? Yeah. No, no, not the virgin, but the whole, I'm saying to practice oh. with the masturbation. People like are brutal about masturbation. Why? Making what do they say? Masturbation jokes. Oh, you got caught jacking off. Da, 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 da. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know. It was like really, it was a very big topic on the playground when I was younger. Right. <laughs> was masturbation. Okay. And how uh, people would make fun of people. But was it mostly making fun of guys masturbating and not women? Yeah, like we because guys are dumb. They don't think women masturbate. But I didn't know that women. Yeah. I I. Believe it or not, ironically, did not masturbate till I was like 19. I didn't even occur to me. I never even thought to touch myself. I wasn't even like, I never got turned on the in girl, that way. The girls never talked about it with you? No. The girls never talked. No one. My mom. Never thought about sticking That's what a cucumber I wish they, up there? Nothing. Banana? Nothing. Pickle? No. Carrot? No. Really? Nothing. I didn't Pop even school. know. Nothing. What? Like, I thought, like, God, I mean, maybe you just get turned on and you just naturally would touch mm. yourself. But I obviously never did. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. But, um, oh, you know what I've been watching on TV? I've watched the entire, the entire season. No way. You watch something? The watch. entire season. You're going to have a freaking heart attack. I don't watch TV. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. No, what is that? It's an amazing show. Where did I just read about it? Because it's all over the place. Which channel is it on? It's it's on uh, TLC. I I tweet about it all the time. Okay, never heard of it. <laughs> I watch Girls on HBO. Yes. Have you seen it's... it? Shut up. Have you talked to me about it? I forget. Shut up. I watched. I've... How many times? Oh my god! You want to murder mentioned me? Mentioned it on this show. It's a billion times. Amazing. I watched all episodes last Sunday. I cannot believe that you're just asking me if I seen girls. How come I when missed I it? I mentioned it on this show a billion times. How did I miss it? It's she, Lena Dern, Dunham. Listeners. She's she wrote it yes. and directs it and, and stars then in it. She does all the commentary after. I love it. I love it. It's so good. It's it's it's, it's, it's like Sex in the City, but real. Like struggling. Yeah. I hate when everyone compares everything to Sex in the City, but it's like women in their twenties struggling in Brooklyn, trying to make yeah. it. It's so real, and the characters are so interesting. I love it. It's so good. Okay, so what should I watch next? Because I'm really into my television now. What? Just, just right now, I'm just watching ridiculous television. There's nothing good. That's that all you watch. watch. But no, but I haven't I'm seen anything like in Big 20 Ange. years. I'm watching like Big Ange, and you're not going to like Big Ange. No, what will I like, though? Tell me something like Girls. <sighs> like Girls? Uh, I'm not watching anything like that right now. But that you've seen historically. Are there other uh, good HBO shows? It, yeah, How to Make It in America. Maybe that's still on, on demand. It got canceled, but it's really good. Okay. You would, I think you would really like it. Okay. Write it down. How to Make It in America. It's on HBO? Yeah, it got canceled, though. Why would they do that? Then it won't be on. But no, it should be. It might be on. No, they usually just friggin' do the stuff that they're going to renew. Yeah, because they don't, because they're like, why would I want you to watch this show if we're not bringing it back? (sighs) Terrible. It was a good show, too. Um, yeah, that's my only recommendations. I'm sorry. I'll I'll do some research. Do some research, because I haven't seen anything. I'm really just, like, right now watching ridiculous television. Like what? Like the Kardashians go to Hawaii? Kardashians, no, they go to like you know Tahiti or something, right? And then I watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Then I watch What the hell is that about? Okay, so there was a television show called Toddlers and Tiaras, right? I've heard of that. Okay, and then there was one, um, there was one kid that she went by Honey Boo Boo, right? And then she would say Honey Boo Boo Child, like that was her like right her her saying. And her mom was like super crazy. So then she got her own spinoff show. And then so the spinoff show is, uh, well, they call each other white trash. So I can say white trash. Okay. But they're like really like hickish. And so they have a show called Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. And it just follows their lives and, you know, their day to day and okay. how sh- just 
the little girl wants to be in pageants and stuff like that. It's, okay. It's it's it is hilarious. It is really a good insight on middle America. Okay. Got it. Where do they live? Like Michigan or something? Uh which no. is where I'm from. Like okay. Tennessee or something. Tennessee, like got that. it. Okay, I gotta check, check it, out. it out. It's it's on TLC. I'm gonna watch TV tonight, maybe. Okay. Every time I mention it, people said they've become addicted. No way. I, I want to be addicted. Okay. Some other stuff about virginity, about losing your V card. We gotta wrap this this part of it oh, up. Real quick. No, sorry. No, not, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Not too. Go ahead. Real quick, listeners of this show, if you can find the times that I mentioned girls, please email the show. Say what episodes I've mentioned, like how many times I've mentioned There's it. been hundreds of episodes. But I know, have but you... If, you, if people can recollect when I mentioned the I TV remember? show, Girls. I do or remember. Or if they heard me saying it before. No, don't do it. Or they said, or at least say, oh yeah, I heard Menace mention the TV show, Girls. Email the show. Was it like a year and ago? I hope that you're going to laugh. How many years ago you did you mention Emily it? Emily say, have you heard of this TV show, Girls? I didn't say have you heard of it. I said I watched it. I knew that you had watched it. Yeah, right. Don't try to backtrack. Or what are you, a politician? Um, no. Okay. Okay. So listen. Let's finish this up. Some other stuff about losing your V-card. Okay. Not every guy is going to be a jerk about wearing condoms. It's a myth that dudes all want to get out of wearing a condom. If a guy is pressuring you to bear back, lose him. Mm-hmm. Always use a condom. Always, always, always. Like... It prevents sexually transmitted diseases. I don't care if he pulls out. You've got to use a condom. You do not want to be 16 and pregnant. Okay? You might bleed or you might not. Some people don't bleed at all their first time, but some bleed a lot, and you might want to be prepared. Putting a towel down beforehand is always an option, So, uh, or do it on a dark sheet. A word on drinking. Oh, no. There is an argument for being drunk your first time, yeah, and that is everything hurts less when you're wasted. That's no. what Menace thinks about no, no, sex. No. But I think uh, I, I do endorse uh, drunken sex. I like it. Uh, but not for your first time. No, no way. Do not be drunk your first it's time. something you want to remember. Keep in mind that sex is best when you're sober enough to feel something, at least once you get past the whole virginity thing. So I hope that sheds some light on virginity for people because literally, like, so many, so many questions about it. And I was just like, I want to help the world have good sex. And I want you all, like, your takeaway message to be here is, like, not to trip on it because no one's expecting you to be this per- perfect performer and just be in the moment. Focus on your breath. Breath is a really important part of sex. And so if you're like in your head and you're like, what's he thinking? And should I have my porn face on? And do I look fat? And if you're like in your mind and you're obsessing about all these things, it's not going to be a good experience. So just be connected with your partner. Look each other in the eyes. Go with it. (laughs) All that stuff. Have connected sex. Yes. Don't be tripping. Because a lot all. of these people, a lot of these emails, people are tripping you. They're overthinking things. I know. Everyone overthinks things. So I just don't I just don't want them to um, overthink it. So that is what we've got for you today. And I am so happy that it is Friday. TGIF. Everyone, I've got an iPhone app. It is called Kegel Camp. Kegel exercises improve your sex life for men and for women. It will help you have longer, stronger orgasms. It'll help you with premature ejaculation. You do the exercise five minutes, three minutes a day, and you use the app three minutes a day, and it's called Kegel Camp. You could download it for your iPhone, and you should uh, check it out because it's really important for your yes, sexual you health and well-being. And it reminds you to do them, and it walks you through it because doctors always tell you that you should do them, but you never remember to do them. So it's a very been useful, popular app. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Menace, on this Friday? Well, thank you for listening to us on XM Radio. It's so fun. If you hear yeah. us on XM, email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. If you have a mobile phone and you're not by a computer to listen to the show, you can download an app. It's called Stitcher. It's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. It's totally free. It's for Android. It's e- even for your iPad or your tablet. It's an easy way to listen to podcasts. Yeah. If you love podcasts, easy. How, how many how many podcasts like Stitcher have? Ten thousand podcasts yeah. on any topic under the sun. Oh, anything you can think of. Literally, and you just you don't even have to download it through iTunes. You can just stream it on your phone, and then it's done. Yeah, so which you is can, the best way to all listen. All you got to do is either type in "sex to Emily" or just "sex." Just sex. We and come up first. Yeah, don't it'll we? Pop, yeah, yeah, it'll pop right up. We pop right up, and then you can just start streaming the show on the go, and then you can like. 
you know what I do when I'm with my friends? We plug it into the car and we listen. Do you listen to Sex with Emily? Yeah. Shut up. I swear. With your friends. Yeah. Do they like it? They like it. That's so funny because I never listen to the show after. <laughs> but I think I'd be better if I did. I think it would help me with my life. Yeah. But I'm going to work on it. Okay, everyone. Um, so that's what I got for you. Yeah, check out our podcast. Check out our blog. We're updating it every day, a few times a day with more information and stuff like that. And so you got to check it out at sexwithemily.com. And, and what? Did you mention the 101 sex tips? Yeah, I've got app? an app called 101 Sex Tips from Sex with Emily. You can also download that. It will spice up your sex life. My book is Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight That Will Spice Up Your Sex Life. It has amazing pictures. So that's what we got for you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I need to tell you about one of the great companies that's keeping our show free for our listeners. We all know that foreplay and oral sex are essential to great sex. And I get tons of emails from people saying, my girlfriend won't perform oral sex on me. She doesn't like the taste. Or... I don't like the taste of semen. Is something wrong with me? No, you're fine. I don't like onions. Some people don't like semen. We're all different. That's why Mask, M-A-S-Q-U-E, makes flavored strips that melt on your tongue and enhance the taste of oral sex. With delicious flavors like chocolate, strawberry, mango, and watermelon, you can perform oral sex wholeheartedly with that gusto that your partner will love. So if you want to take your foreplay and intimacy to the next level, check out sexualflavors.com. You can support the people who keep Sex with Emily free and you can improve your sex life at the same time.